gentlemen, welcome to the 422 of the Direct History Podcast. I'm as always, I'm Tyler. And joining me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Dude, I feel pretty good. This week was actually pretty interesting in the regards of uh, not being such a heavy emphasis on work weeks, but this got a little bit of uh, various tasks done. My mom got herself a brand new, like, uh, like kitchen table. Not a kitchen table, but like... Uh, Oh man, no, I can't even figure out what the fuck that they are. <laughs> kitchen counter? Yeah, kitchen counter. Yeah, exactly. Okay. She replaced the kitchen counters because the current ones that we moved into the house, those ones that were inside the house previously, they were pretty much epoxy on top of these type of uh, kitchen counters and stuff. Very prone to scratching, very mm. prone to like uh, scuffs and stuff. So the counter stuff's replaced. But I'll tell you what, it's been mostly an interesting week because I've had a chance to play around a lot with my PS5 and try to play through like a couple of different things. But uh, other than that, how have you been, Tyler? Doing okay, you know. Uh, we were talking a little bit before the show. Uh, it was a bittersweet day yesterday. I put in my uh, put in my two weeks notice a couple weeks ago for my second job, uh, and I well, yes, yesterday was my last day there. So it was kind of you know year and a half there. I was only working the last six months or so of it. I've only been working Saturdays and a couple of like random days. I jump in when I, when I was off and they were busy. Uh, but oh, you know, that's over. Um, it's, it's nice. Now I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, uh, having Saturdays again. Uh, you know, I've, I've had like one Saturday off since in about since October. So, uh, no, I'm not counting extra life cause that doesn't count. So, um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that and then just, you know, be able to actually have a, you know, especially now it's getting nicer outside. I mean, you know, it's like today it was beautiful, beautiful fucking day today. Uh, beautiful, most beautiful day we've had this year easily. It was like, it got to like 81. Wow. It's actually kind of, it's actually get a little high of all the way. I slept last night with all the windows open, which was awesome and fantastic. I know this is everybody's favorite podcast topic, the weather, but that was awesome. Uh, and just being able to take Louie for a walk. It's just, it feels, it's just, you know, even as a ginger, just, the sun is something that you don't realize how much you miss having around, uh, especially when you don't, you don't see it for a good four or five months. Um, oh, yeah. but yeah, so it was like, today's Easter as well. Uh, yeah, it was, it was very Sunday. weird. I woke, yeah, I woke up today and I'm like, I just like, I don't know, like really didn't feel like Easter. Like I went over my parents. We had, uh, my dad, uh, 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 he made burnt ends, uh, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Smoked some burnt ends. Uh, they were good. And that, um, parents made some potatoes and, like these garlic potatoes with these cheese. Oh, it's fucking mm, chef's kiss. So good. Um, I ate a shit ton. So that was awesome. My parents bought me an Easter uh, basket. Uh, <laughs> I don't it, like not a lot. Like they bought me like it's got like some jelly beans and some Cadbury eggs in them. There you go. Um, I don't know. I, my parents like um, usually my parents will just give me like an like an egg uh, or not the egg but the 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 the, the bunny the chocolate bunny. Give that to me. So this right. year I, I don't know. I guess they wanted to give me a. Um, I think, but yeah, because like, well, I, growing up, like my sister, there's like a 10 year difference between my little sister and I. So like growing up, like my parents would like, they, you know, they buy her toys and like, you know, like not a lot of toys, but like a, you know, a toy and then candy. And then just, you know, as a teenager and like early twenties, I just like, yeah, here's a thing, which I'm whatever. I'm, I'm an adult. I don't care uh, about it, but I'm like, I'm not complaining about it. I fucking, I, I buy those things for myself and eat those things now. So, um, <laughs> But I haven't had jelly beans or Sour Patch Kids in like 15 years, maybe longer. I used to love that. I'd eat those fucking things like 
like they're goddamn Skittles. I just right. I handfuls at a time and no problem. I ate like the little tiny fucking fun size pouch of Sour Patch Kids. I it felt like I was taking shots of fucking uh, a wild turkey or something. Like I was, every bite was like one of those things, you know. Um, I, for audio listener, I made like a weird like I just sucked on a lemon kind of face. Like I look like Renee Zellweger, like but ginger. Um, huh. But uh, yeah, so uh, it, you know, it was a good day. It was, it was a nice lazy day and all that. Um, other than you know, going to my parents, I, I sorry, I got into the uh, the monster verse as I guess they're calling it. The uh, I have the HBO Max. I got like about like six months of it during the holidays. Right. So um, like they have a good deal. So I've been watching. I watched Godzilla twenty fourteen today. Hey. Um, I watched King. Uh, I watched Kong Skull Island today, and I'm about halfway through Godzilla King of Monsters. I never watched it before. And then, but Godzilla versus Kong just came out, I think, last week or a week, maybe the week before. And I just want to get into him. So it was a nice, uh, lazy day of, um, you know, sitting in with having the windows open, took Louis for a walk, sat down, and started burning through those. So uh, hopefully, I'm going to finish up the other half tomorrow and then watch Kong, uh, Godzilla versus Kong. But uh, yeah, it's been an okay week other than that, you know? Just been clanging and banging as always. Not playing a lot of games because, like I said, we're, it's. it's we're in that weird. Oh, oh, we're getting that Oddworld game, aren't we? For PS Plus. Yes, we are. On Tuesday, the PS Five game. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we'll have a game to play. Uh, we we both been playing uh, a game though, uh, as Gables fucking teases me with this goddamn the Bucks, as the kids call it. <laughs> I think I'm the only person that calls it that, but I just the been calling Bucks. it the Bucks lately. Starbucks for people that, for the people who aren't hip and cool like us. I've never heard um, that before, but still. <laughs> I think I created it. I don't know. I but I just been that's what I've been calling it now, and no everybody's kind of. Yeah, you've been drinking the bucks. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna make it a thing now. But uh, yeah, we uh, we both playing the same game. But we'll get to that here in a little bit. There's a fucking keep going. There's a little little tiny little a bug there. I don't know what that was. It flew on my screen. I don't know what it was. It's that time of your bugs are back. Um, oh, that was my mouse. I moved my mouse and I thought it was back. <laughs> this is yeah. This is where I'm, at. I'm delirious right now. Um, but uh, no, it's been an eventful day. Gables was like watching. Uh, one of my birds got into the living room, uh, which is just a whole ordeal when that happens. They can't figure out how to get back to the bedroom. So Gables was watching me like try to trap them all together in the living room uh, and get them back in the cage. And they're just like f- zipping by my head. And I finally, just a little bit ago, was able to put them back in the cage and lock them in the bedroom. So crisis averted there. So that's <laughs> that's also been my day. But uh, Gables, we, we got to start the show off. You know, we're, I know we're a few minutes in, but we got to start the show off by... Just saying, you know, rest in peace and peace, Mario, you know? Oh, yeah, of um, course, of course. The whole the whole rigmarole thing, March 31st, Nintendo mm-hmm. ceasing the distribution of the Mario 3D All-Stars on Switch, digitally and physically. And as a result, scalpers have been harvesting that game. Yeah, they've been harvesting that game and selling new copies for outrageous prices, but mm-hmm. most of all, it's just a few moments of rest in peace, in peace, Mario. Mm-hmm. Moment of silence for Mario. Okay, that was nice. I enjoyed that. <laughs> all right, uh, <laughs> uh, I've been like workshopping, like uh, like a uh, a joke about like you know like uh, video killed the radio star, but it's like Sh- Shigeru killed the Mario stars are. Uh, yeah, I was, I was trying to workshop it, but I, I had nothing. I did create a, a really shitty Photoshop, which I sent to you, Gables, on okay, on the thirty first. Yeah, it's it's gonna be the uh, the YouTube thing for it when uh, when it comes out with a thumbnail. Uh, 
I, I'm too cheap to pay for like I just use the like I've talked about it before. I just use the the Photoshop app on my phone, but like they like they um you have to pay for like you can do very minimal things, but then you have to pay for everything else. So I, I like scheme it to like it takes way more work than me just putting. I don't know how much it costs to like, buy a thing of it, but um pro- more if it's more than a dollar, it's more than I'm willing to spend. But right. so I like I put like way more time of like all right, I do the, I can only do this one thing. All right, screenshot that. And then exit out of it, come back in, take that one thing I just screenshotted, put that back. All right, I'd make this one additional change to it. It takes it takes a long time. So, anyways, but I've been doing that, but it's 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 way better than paying money for it. So, uh, I made a really my my shitty photoshops continue. I don't know if Gables, if you've seen, I did a Photoshop of the, it takes two for our drunk nerds. Uh, yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> <laughs> interesting continue what you on. Find, interesting what you find and stuff when you're looking on the YouTube, all seeing the subscriptions, and all of a sudden you just see your face plastered on something else. I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, this is so people don't know. You just go to uh, yeah, youtube.com and then look up uh, Drunk Nerds uh, and then see uh, my uh, my really shitty uh, Photoshop. You know, me like fucking selfies I've had to, I had to take to get that get that look and then get it to like it clips somewhat well. I, I'm, I've taken like six selfies in my life and they've all been ironically. And I probably took more selfies trying to get that. I put way too much effort into the shitty Photoshop. Um, so yeah, this is this is what it, this is my life at this point. This is what I do when I'm, in the, when I'm taking a poop. Um, at, at this point, it's like shit just comes to me, and, and as my shit, well, shit goes through me, but also comes to me <laughs> while I'm shitting. I do my best thinking on the toilet. That's basically what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, so I'm just and shitty Photoshop's is what happens while I'm, di- while I'm doing shitty stuff. Uh, but anyways, Gables. This is uh, the uh, Drunk Nestor podcast, uh, where every week we get together, uh, usually on a Sunday night, uh, like, like we are right now. Uh, happy Easter, everybody out there. Um, and uh, we, we talk about mostly about video games and also the things we do on the toilets. Uh, so uh, I figure, you know, there's not a lot of news this week, and some of it's kind of a, we, you know, we kind of went long last week, so I, I just kind of saved a couple things and I brought it over yeah. to uh, uh, to this week. Uh, but I, there, there was one, I think, pretty can I, I almost touches on what we ended on last week with the uh, with the future, like when we were talking about uh, digital games and uh, video game preservation and everything like that. Um, so there was that rumor coming out about PlayStation was shutting down the PS3, Vita, and PSP uh, digital stores, um, and it was jump back and forth if, if it was an accurate report or not because the, the people that reported it, the gamer.com, have an iffy track record on reporting stuff. Right. Um, so I think that was they were the one that re- initially reported it, but then they were just going back for it. And it was actually crazy when I was, um, you know, I listened to a lot of podcasts, video game related, mostly video game, but a lot of other stuff too. But um, Colin Moriarty, Moriarty uh, from IGN, then kind of found it kind of funny. Then he left and he started his own thing, Last Day Media. I listened to his podcast that he does, and he actually is uh, he owns fifty percent of a, uh, a video game company. It's like two or three guys. Lulimo Games is the name of the, the studio, um, and he. He specifically puts his games on Vita, you know, to support Vita because obviously they, you know, him and Greg started Vita Island and all that. But anyways, right. um, he, they uh, just bought last month. He was kind of talking about uh, he didn't know if he really fully believed it because just last month they bought a uh, a Vita dev kit, um, and then come to find out that they're closing the store. Nobody, like basically nobody knew. They didn't even tell. And it sounds like it wasn't really like a, a shitty thing. Cause it was like, they buy them from PR and we saw this with cyberpunk where like literally I remember like the, the, when they, the day before they announced they delayed it for the final time, there was a bunch of people like, Hey, I'm taking 
you know, November 21st off or whatever, you're not going to, they would, they would message PR on Twitter. Like you're not going to, this is games not get to yeah, get delayed again. And like, Oh no, of course not. And then the very next day it got delayed again. There's like screenshots of it. Everybody making fun yeah. of them, but it's just like, it was kind of shitty. Cause you know, the PR don't know. They don't tell PR. And it's probably the same thing here. He, he mentioned that as well. Like no ill will towards them. Just, uh, whatever. So anyways, Basically, nobody knew about that. This was happening. Uh, like I said, even people that are currently working on Vita games. Uh, so, what's going on is PS3 and P- uh, Vita. Their stores will be closing on August 27th, uh, and the PSP uh, will be closing on July 2nd. Uh, there are some like cutoffs. I think like early June is the last day. If you're going to put a game on the Vita, um, you have to like put in like for testing and approval and all that by early June, uh, and then the latest the game can go out is like July. 10th or something like there's a, there's some dates they they put out later on um but we kind of touched upon this last week but here's the full reveal about this now you um any you can still re-download any games you purchase but there are uh you can, will not be able to buy uh get, uh, new games or any games that are no new games will be put on there no games will be allowed to buy after that um so if there's games on there that you have never got around to buying uh do that and there, i think they said there's about 2200 games that are only that right now that you can buy like from the developer itself where they actually get a cut of the money. It's not used. It's not um, uh, through a, a thrift store or a GameStop or whatever or eBay. Like if you want to buy and support these developers, uh, you know, a lot of them are smaller, smaller indie companies. Um, if you want to be able you know, this is really the only way you can buy them and that they will no longer be able to buy them again where the developers get a cut of that check. Right. Um, so, I'm hoping, you know, to like before we get into the, the meat and potatoes, I hope that I think it'd be really cool if PlayStation here soon just as like a 90% off sale of everything on here that isn't like you can't buy on PS4, PS5, and all that. Um, and just like all these awesome games, just fucking make like these $10 games, make them a dollar, you know, that like uh, was a Super Stardust HD, um, whatever that game you won't be able to never will not be able to buy again. That was like one of the big ones because like a lot of people might bring that one up because it's, I guess, a really great game. And B, yep. uh, B was um, the first game to ever have trophies. Yes, uh, it was. So that game will be lost to digital stores. But people were talking about like that's a game you got to buy. Blah, blah blah. But anyways, I, I just I think it'd be really cool if they did like an awesome like every like you know clearance sale. Everything's fucking dirt cheap. Buy them now and you know get them now. But I mean, Gables, when you when you heard the news officially drop, what was your thoughts on all this? When I actually went through and heard the news officially, I. Honestly, wasn't too much surprised because there was the rumors, the inklings of it. You know, I didn't want it to be true, but at the same time, at the same point, yeah, this definitely felt like this was something coming, like, uh, it definitely coming for a long while. PlayStation 3 store, that thing hasn't been supported. <laughs> it hasn't even been maintained maintenance on for such a long mm-hmm. time. You go onto the PS3 store today, which, you know what, I have actually gone onto that store not recently recently but there's a lot of repeating images there's a lot of condensing there's a lot, like a lot of things like that like they don't give a shit really if on the ps3 store i mean hell they've been so focused upon finishing up the ps4's life cycle but bear in bear in mind at this point you know it's pretty much disappointing all the way around like you mentioned before 2200 games a lot of those will not either be recoverable in yeah. regards to being on maybe another platform, there are some games you probably will never see again in that regard. So, I mean, that's a bummer. But at the same time, 
I do understand that there are plenty of games that are on the PS3, even on the Vita, and on the PSP storefront you could buy from other distributors in that regards, either through maybe Xbox's Microsoft, like uh, Xbox Live service, or through Switch, or through Steam, or even like through remasters on the PS4, or even eventually yeah. on the PS5. But the issue at hand here isn't so much that the stores are closing in and of itself, it's the way Sony has handled the fact of backwards compatibility, even dating back from the beginning of the PS4. Game preservation is key in that regards. I spoke bits about it last week in Ad Nauseam, but the fact remains right here that Sony does not have a firm grasp on what they want to do in regards to backwards compatibility. Jim Ryan infamously said inside of one of the, like an article, like a, like an article, like what months or so ago years ago this is like years, years ago. ago yeah my mistake years ago in regards of who wants to play these old games you know like yeah. essentially wants to go back and play ps1 or ps2 games well guess what i'm one of those people that do want to fucking play ps1 or ps2 games on my current generation systems because i've been invested inside of your company's ecosystem for years i understand that when it comes to digital content through the terms of agreement, the, the EULA agreement and stuff for, like, for Sony and stuff, initially, when you first sign on to, like, say, when you signed up initially for PS3 or for PSP or for the PS Vita storefront, you're essentially paying those developers and stuff the rights to play games based upon purchasing licenses, you know, in and of itself. You know, it's quintessentially sort of like a rent-to-own sort of mentality in that regards. But... The thing about that is, when it comes to when these games, the storefronts close down, there's no guarantee these games are going to be playable, like, say, five, ten years down the line. Especially if, say, servers go down, like I just stated, or whether or not to be delisted or whatsoever. But, honestly, overall, I am sad that these storefronts are closing down. I understand and there have been a lot of repercussions since this like announcement has been made clear by Sony. The cost of games for the PSP, the Vita, even certain games on the PS3 have gone up exponentially in the second-hand oh, yeah, market. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah. There were plenty of expensive first-party PlayStation games that were going high on the Vita 4. Games like Gravity Rush. Games like Persona 4 Golden, even before its Steam release. These games that were readily there back when it first like released in 2012 or whatsoever have shot up exponentially like say over a hundred and so dollars for some auctions or some like new games or whatsoever that is a bad side effect that in my honest opinion but i look at it this way they gave us a clear cut deadline of when we can go through and purchase some of these games digitally I know for the PSP games, like when you purchase them through the PS3 and whatsoever, that deadline's in July. Vita's is going to be in August. Honestly, I've been overlooking a bunch of stuff on the PS3 and on the Vita and whatsoever. It's like, what things do I actually want to play on these devices? You know, still. But I'll tell you what, though. It's like, I really wish Sony had in line something they could do for the backwards compatibility for a lot of their classic content because it's definitely a shame that through purchases that I've made on their previous consoles on the PS3 and the PSP and the Vita that I'm not able to download those games 
on say my PS5. Like for example, I'd love to I would love to re-download say a PS2 classics I purchased on the PS3 on my yeah. PS5, like games say like oh god, obscure Rogue games Legacy. say like Lapusel Tactics or even like a Psychonauts. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> but uh what I mostly am like uh coming to at the end of the day is like you know saying goodbye to consoles that you've been playing on for quintessentially like 10 plus years yeah it's never a good feeling in that regards but it this one stings more so because a lot of the content that you could have purchased and stuff they'll be taken away they'll basically be gone whatsoever especially if you have ps3 systems you know that are like kind of like a ticking time bomb when it comes to specific parts may not be working five or ten years down the line because <laughs> oh there's a news flash for you sony did not make good quality <laughs> consoles with the ps3 and the psp and the vita for in terms of longevity sake hell even the ps4 you know i don't expect that system to last more than 10 years in regards to how much people are going to use it but it's obviously sort of like a user take all sort of approach you know where one person will take care of this this way or that or that way in that regards but uh yeah man it's it's just sad all the way around that these storefronts are closing down games that were on the service are going to be going as for myself it's like i have a bunch of games still on my ps3 I most recently rebought a PS3 actually for dirt cheap, and so it's been funny that uh, the moment I go through, I'm gonna be able to at least re-download some of the games I want to have on my system. But yeah, I would love it if say like Sony went on a heavy discount spree to where you could actually purchase a lot of this content and back it up digitally somewhere. <laughs> yeah, because because man, let me tell you something. It's not gonna be fun. For someone like me that most recently got another Vita and wants to play some of those consoles physically to track down those games because, man, those fucking games, man. I'm almost an inkling, almost, almost feel like purchasing a lot of the physical games on Switch because, let's be perfectly honest with you, Nintendo Switch, this is fucking PlayStation Vita 2.0 in the sense where a lot of the niche games heading onto this handheld, a lot of the other big mainline games you know on this handheld and of itself that's pretty yeah. much how i feel but tyler what's your thoughts about this i mean jumping on real quick about what we said about the switch especially like nintendo games we see like i mean obviously they've been around longer than playstation xbox but like those games like when their consoles go out as go out go out those prices of those games are way more than anything else you look at yes, gamecube exactly. games and 64 games like those oh my god it's like I was thinking about the while you're talking. I'm like, man, I wish I, if I if I saw this coming. Like I, I've I've talked before. I worked at a, a video game store and we sold like we sold every pretty much everything. We, we sold Atari's and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we were, you know, a thrift store of just video games basically, and we would have people come in. We'd have dozens of copies of Super Mario All Stars, Mario Party, um, Smash Brothers on 64. All the like all the original Mario games on NES, and we would sell them. We'd sell all the all three Mario games on NES for a dollar, because we had so because yeah. we have so many of them. And like I remember, like Super Mario World on on Super Nintendo was like five bucks, and I think yep. All Stars was like ten bucks. 
Like, and now those games, I'm sure, are five, six times that. Like, Super if Mario I, World used on the open hmm. uh, used market here on sale on eBay can go anywhere between twenty five to thirty dollars. And it all depends yeah. upon if you're getting the original release or like a bundle thing with Super Mario All Stars, to where there's a cartridge that has Mario All Stars and then Super Mario World in the same cart. But that one yeah. probably is going to be like forty, fifty dollars at least. Uh, I remember. Okay, I remember that one was very rare when it showed. But I remember that one wasn't even in our system. Yeah, Super Mario All Stars is forty bucks right now. It's going for about forty bucks on eBay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, like I mean, my God, if I if only if I only knew. I, I mean, I would be a millionaire, but goddamn, I can I would be doing pretty well for myself if like I was like slowly just buying those games and like putting them in a bin somewhere and just waiting. And um, but anyways, like kind of going on to what you're saying, it's kind of my, my feelings are kind of this kind of what it was last week when we talked about game game preservation. I think it's important. And I, I've talked about like if you're not legally able to buy a game and you can't buy the game where it goes directly to the developers or, you know, you're not helping out the people that made the game or created the game. um I don't feel bad about people going out and downloading illegally or whatever, especially when you can. Actually, I talk it about almost you. justifies the case in this case. And yeah. Scenario. Yeah. Is it still is it still illegal? Yeah. But I, I think like it's more of a moral thing where it's like, yeah, it's illegal. But it's like, I don't know. It's like, do I want to pay way over the the, the value of this fucking thing uh, just to, to play it and have it? Or like if I really just wanted to play the game and I didn't really care about collect, being a collector of it and I couldn't get the game anymore anywhere. And I, or like it was, you know, it's 80, it's fucking 80 bucks when it should be five bucks. Like, I'm not going to, and especially like I said, like there's a lot of, I've said last week, there's a lot of games that like people put out, you can download legally, you know, download whatever, whatever, like, a, you know, a, not a mod, but what's, what's the one I'm looking for here? A ROM of yeah. a game. And it runs fucking 20 times better than it did back then, you know? So it's like, I don't, oh, yeah, of course. Th- that's kind of my, my feeling about that. And, but it's overall, it's like, it sucks, but this is like, but we knew these days were coming but it's like you knew it was coming but it's still kind of sad to hear it's like i you know i had a psp for a very short amount of time i didn't get into it i had more umd like movies and i had games for it um and i uh psp definitely was a fun system not as good as the vita because the disc drive sucked a lot of that battery life and i'll tell you having one thumbstick sucked because if you're playing something like peace walker you needed that extra thumbstick yeah i bought the thing the fuck I, I I bought that game to play Peace Walker, and there was another Metal Gear Solid game that not Acid that came on there that was it was like something Ops or something like that Spec Ops I don't know what it was called. You know what? It was it was not good. Portable Ops, Portable Ops, Ops like mostly like an online sort of like infrastructure focused yeah. game. I remember picking up its like uh, add on content like like uh, Portable Ops yeah. Plus or something like that. I had no idea. It, happened. Honestly, it was okay. just like more of the same shit. But the fact remains is it's like. The PSP, that storefront, to tie into this article, that's already been closed for people to go and re-download games for like, I mean, not re-download, but purchasing games for a long while. Oh, okay. But is a, in regards to, say, people going through like with the, the ROMs and everything else like that, I mean, like I said before, this almost justifies people going through and pirating a lot of these older content because... Like, let's put myself like an example right here where it's like, I was a heavy user of the PlayStation Portable, not as much as the DS, but I had a lot of good games for the PSP that I traded in in regards to getting a PlayStation Vita, which hell, I rebought a lot of those same games on the Vita except for a few because they never made it onto that system. Yeah. Like Valkyrie Profile Lineth or Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core or even like Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. All three of those games... 
those games, you know, never made were available for the Vita. But technically, I've already paid the publishers all of these yeah like money royalties for the games back then so if i were to want to go through and purchase like say get a rom of these particular games that i've already paid you know and like have like a digital backup for a lot of the games that i own you know what yeah that that yeah that's that's even better point yeah when you've already like bought these games once before and they've already you've already yeah that's even better but yeah like like i said like this is it's something we knew i was coming uh and it's just it's it's sad and it sucks, you know. You know, but like I said, I, I was never owned a Vita. I wasn't a PSP guy. I was, you know, my PS3 was my secondary console yeah. uh, for me. Like I, I was a 360 guy that generation. But I, I've always played. I just played like the the exclusives were, you know, towards, especially towards the end. PS3 that was that was bangers. Yeah, Uncharted, Last of Us. Um, yes, the last uh, couple of years of the PS3 were very strong, and it almost yeah. actually. They were at that end of that generation. Sony was actually neck to neck with Microsoft when it came to releases of a first party nature. Yep. Towards the end of that life cycle before PS4. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's just, yeah, like I said, it's a bummer, but it's just like there's going to be ways to get them. I, I, it's just more of like, a, you know, people are always willing to pay more money for convenience, and it just sucks that, like, that convenience is gone. Um, but we, and it's just as long, I mean, the fact that you can redownload them, I think kind of like makes everybody okay with it. Like we get it. Like PS3 is a 14 year old console, 15 year old console. Yeah. Uh, the, the PSP is the PSP is back from like 2004. Yeah. So we're talking 17 years later. Um, and then 2004, the 2005, I know it was around the same time that the DS launched originally the DS. Okay. Back. So the, yeah. So yeah, about, we'll just, we'll say 17 years and then what the, the Vita was like 2012, 11. So we're talking 10 years. Yeah. And they, they kind of, they went away from that thing years ago. So, um, yeah. I don't know. It just, it, I understand it. And it's probably like, I heard people make their arguments like, well, they're probably making some money off this thing. Why wouldn't you just keep it and make some money instead of, you know, now you're just going to be paying to keep your servers up just people to, to, re, to be able to re-download stuff. But it's like, I also heard like a good argument on another podcast about like, kind of like, the boring business side behind it, where like uh, a lot of like a lot of these issues, there's a lot of games that came on those consoles. That I mean, especially in like the early 2000s and mid 2000s, where like financially the the country, like our country, wasn't doing great, and so that affects a lot. It affects a lot, affects, uh, affects a lot of people around the world when that happens, and just in general, you know. But it's like a lot of those companies, video game companies, open and close all the time. Yep. So there's probably a lot of companies out there that haven't been around for years they put out one game maybe and they haven't done anything since or it's been bought six times over and it's been changed like we hear about like games from like the 90s that came out we don't know who the fuck owned who owns the ip anymore and stuff like you know we always hear that that issue so it's like probably some of the same issues where you know games a game's been our ip or whatever been bought and sold so many fucking times no one knows who so you get to keep it like so playstation and sony are like legally have to keep uh, in contact with these companies, these people that like, in case somebody buys their game, you might, they might sell two copies a year for say 10 bucks. And, you know, Sony gets four bucks a piece for those and they get six bucks. It's like, now we have to, we have to like accounting and who all these other people have to stay in contact with these companies or these people to like send them a check for these games. So it's probably the, the amount of work and effort and probably there's the time and money that it's put into, yeah, you know, keeping in contact with these companies, 
It's like once we close these stores, we no longer have to do that. We can make we can cut all these people off our books. Like they, that money that might have been making off of these sales from those games and and just in general, might and the work they put in probably balances out a little bit. Like that was kind of the boring business, but it makes a lot of sense, especially you know, it's just like the back end shit that you, you we don't really find interesting. But what I will I say just, in closing, in like say regards to in regards just in general and stuff, I find it interesting that the ones that are preserving a lot of the legacy of the PlayStation games released throughout the years, it's not Sony itself, but it's actually of the fans of the PlayStation games from back then, preserving them through ROMs, preserving Mm -hmm. them through mods or homebrew stuff or whatsoever. Because quintessentially, these are the same group of people that, you know, for any other types of games that released out into the Aether in that regards have been the most vocal supporters of, say games in the PSP, games in the Vita or the PS3 and stuff that wanting to keep the system and the games alive and preserved as much as possible. Yeah. And I feel like that in this case, it's like another misstep in regards to what Sony has been doing quintessentially for the past couple of years. It just feels like more and more Sony's becoming more anti-consumer while Microsoft is starting to become more consumer-friendly to the point where why in the hell like even like with some of the other topics that we have for this week and stuff it's like you have microsoft going where it's going and stuff with backwards compatibility for older games that you may have or some for the xbox or the 360 or whatsoever you're able to purchase those games digitally on their storefront or get them through game pass and stuff by subscribing to that whereas even on the ps5 and stuff you'll be able to maybe purchase like the PS5 games and like a lot, like 98% of the PS4 games and stuff like that. Maybe you'll find some streaming PS3 and PS2 games on PlayStation now, but it's a lot more minuscule than what is going on inside of their whole entirety of their backwards library for backwards compatibility, like backwards compatible games. So honestly, in this case in point, it just feels like, in terms of a shift to where the direction is going, it feels like Sony is starting to go in a less focused route in regards to consumer friendliness, whereas Microsoft's has been building because of the whole Xbox One stuff from 2013, that initial disaster of a launch, all the way up to where they are right now, which feels like they're the most consumer friendly, the most accessible console, the most, like, just the most like uh, welcoming in terms of new like players that want to get into their ecosystem. Yeah. Not even like if it's saved like for their systems, like their consoles in general or through PC or through their phones. I think it's very telling that in terms of their service, their game pass and whatsoever, there's even like model displays, say like at your local like Walmart or Best Buy or whatsoever. It's like, Hey, did you know you get game pass in your Android phone and this and that, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't know. It just feels like we're getting more... It feels like, in my honest opinion, that this is almost akin somewhat, some similarities to the PS3 360 generation to where Sony got a little bit too big for the bridges in regards to, okay, maybe overconfident, maybe this and that, you know, and then, you know, Microsoft had that generation quintessentially through... Like, other innovations at that time, like Xbox Live and stuff, but the main difference for this console launch in this generation has been the aspect of COVID, has been the aspect of, like, 
all the other types of like uh, influences going around the game industry as a whole, and it just feels it just feels like uh, both. It just feels like no, that Sony's stumbling more out of the gate, noticeably, in my opinion. Um, I going going back, jump back here, like the anti-consumer yeah. stuff. I don't know if it's like a. I'm not gonna say PlayStation, and this isn't me trying to be the Sony pony guy here. Even though I, I know I'm, I lean, I'm PlayStation leaning guy. Um, but with the whole anti-consumer stuff, I don't think it's so much. Of a, it's something I kind of touched on last week, where like we saw, like it helps in the case where Microsoft they are an internet-based company, right? Uh, and Sony is not. Uh, and they future planned. We would talk about like we talk about like you can't like how hard it is to change your fucking name on PlayStation, and like that's a whole ordeal. And right. with the Xbox, you, from day one, you've been able to do that. You look at, uh, you know, so they've they've been forward thinking. They built a system, and that's the system they've been using for like you know the store, the 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 database, everything. Able to carry it along from console to console, even over generations and you know over got almost two decades now. Where PlayStation. PS3 and, and P, PSP were two totally different stories, and like basically they totally changed up. Now you see PS4, Vita were together, and then PS5 were together. So it's like, oh, we, we, we okay, when we built this original system, we were not prepared. And we, we talked about PS3, the the online was not great, that no. console. There's a reason um, why it was free. Yeah, exactly. And we've we seen them when the Xbox Live came out the gate. We were willing to pay $50 a year. Because that's how it was so good and reliable and everything. We we, we were we were okay, more than happy to pay because we saw like if people were like, oh well, PS3 online's free. It's like okay, yeah, but the, if you fucking played Xbox Live, it's amazing, and PS3 online is awful. Um, so it's just I think they've had that leg up, and you know it's like I I think it's just an issue. And then I think Jim Ryan that comment he was talking more specifically about when someone asked a question about like being able to play Grand Trismo one on like you know, a modern day console, and so it's like. That's a fair like when you can say like, yeah, Grand the new Grand Chisel one has come out like there's no argument it's gonna be better than Grand Chisel one ever was, like there, there's no argument like it's gonna look better it's gonna play better it's gonna feel better everything's gonna be better about that game, like in that case yeah overall I I mean I'm not defending his comments it's stupid like right. you look at Nintendo they built a whole their, their company is built on their back catalog and you kind of yeah. see that really with Xbox now where it's like yeah they've like they've done like but we've seen that with like when the when the people are losing. They're willing to take more chance. They do more consumer-friendly items. Like when PlayStation was losing, when P- when they stumbled with the PS3, it's like they doubled down. Like we're gonna give you fucking fantastic. We're gonna double down on great first-party games and built all these brand new IPs. And now, like, and then we look at it now. Like you bought a PS5 just last week. Yep. I bought a PS5 at launch. Most people that we know buy a PS5. The PS5 is the hard, super hard thing to get right now. I mean, the Xbox Series X is super still hard, but like the PS5 is the most wanted thing out there in gaming right now. And it's like we're buying it because of Miles Morales, Demon's Souls. We got Ratchet and Clank Returnals coming up later this month. We yes. got Horizon down the pipeline. We got God of War coming soon. This is all stuff that's coming in the next 12 months that we know of. When you look at Xbox, we got Halo Infinite. That was supposed to be a launch game. Got delayed a whole year. The director has left. Multiple top people have left. That's the whole issue. I'm not trying to bag on Xbox. But like you see where like this last generation was like a lot. Xbox One was a lost generation for them. Where like they didn't. They made some really cool shit towards the end, like Game Pass and all that. But it's like you look at like for for like they didn't do much of anything. That like there's no, they didn't create any big IPs. They canceled more games, new IPs than they made new IPs. And like they just doubled down on Gears and more Halo, and then Halo didn't work out. But anyways, you know I that, I think that's the argument when we when the when the one side's losing. We look at fucking Nintendo when they 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 the Switch the Wii U can they oh we're we're killing it. Let's put the Wii out. We'll be fine. Oh uh, we fucked up. 
So we're going to, you know, we're going <laughs> to, and then the switch came out. We're going to just combine everything together. You're going to have more awesome games all together. It's, it's everything you love in a handheld and you can play on your TV. Like you just see that when they, people are willing to make drastic, the, the switch would never have happened if the, the Wii U had to fail to get the switch, you the know, Wii U and definitely you, was the prototype of the switch. Yeah. And you, yeah. And, and you look at like, um, uh, I just lost train of thought, but, uh, oh boy, I had a good, I, I, I was coming in with a ball of fury and it's gone. But, um, oh, I got to, uh, but you look at like, we, we always talk about like when there's not a lot, when Nintendo does have games coming out, like new switch games coming out, they use their back catalog to fill in those gaps. And I feel like that's kind of what game pass has been for them. Where it's, and like using, Oh, backwards combat. Like when they, they came out and like, Oh, backwards, you can play Xbox, uh, original games. You can play 360 games. Now you can buy them on, and this is before game pass. It's like, okay, well like they're focusing on their, we what we all talked about back then. It's like, Oh, they, they're focusing really hard on their back catalog because they don't have a lot coming out right now. You know, like we, we had Cuphead, Ori was coming. Uh, there's that that Platinum Dragon game that got canceled. There's Phantom Dust that ended up getting canceled. Yep. Like there was, but there wasn't a lot in the pipeline. Um, and then you look at, you know, like I said, Nintendo. They they fill in those gaps. We got Pikmin Three had months of nothing. Pikmin Three comes out. Months of nothing. Super Mario Super Mario 3D World comes out, and then we had two, 3D All Stars come out. So they fill in those gaps with those games, and they're able to do that. They're running out of those things. Um, you know, like we always talk about, like Microsoft's doing all these awesome consumer-friendly things. We do, if they just need the games, and that's the key point for them. It's like overall, new hot games is what sells the consoles. You look at right. that's why PS that's PS5 has carried that momentum going on. And I agree, yeah, they have not been as great consumer-wise. But I also want to remind you, just last month we were fucking killing Xbox for trying to make Xbox Live one hundred twenty dollars a year. That's very true too. So and like they're still, but I mean they did the right thing. They were awesome and saying we fucked up. We'll bring it back. We're not doing that. We realized we were wrong. And I, like I said, I said at the time, you guys, it was really stupid. Like, but I said it. Nintendo, if Nintendo or PlayStation would have done that same exact thing. And we all reacted the exact same way. They wouldn't have changed. Nintendo would have fucking still charges for it. PlayStation would still charge for it. And they like, well, fuck you. You guys are going to buy it anyways. So fuck you. Just pay for it. Because we're hot shit right now. You know, and Xbox was the one like, you know what? You're right. We were wrong. We'll put it back. Um, but like I said, I'm not trying to like, like I said, I'm not trying to be the Sony pony guy here. But uh, that's just, you know, kind of the way I look at it. Like, and I agree. Like PlayStation could be better. I, there's more things I would love if they... If PS Now became more something than what it is, or like if, I hope to God they were able to put all those old stuff and bring it over to the uh, to modern day, so we're able to play it. Like the fact that like I can't play any of the modern uh, the Metal Gear Solid One or Four yep. on a modern console right now. No. That's fucking nuts. That's crazy. Actually, on the modern console, you can't really pay, play any really any of the classic Metal Gear Solid games besides last generation in regards to Metal Gear Solid 5. Yeah, well, then they, they did the 2 and 3. They did an HD remaster that Platinum did. Oh, no, Bluepoint did those. Um, you could you could play those. They're on... Um, I, I had them on 360. They... Um, oh, wait, no. Those didn't come to PS4. They came to PS3. I was wrong. Blue. But Unless you I mean, want to go through and like have a Series X, then you're going to go through. You can be yeah. able to play the Metal Gear Solid collection barring yeah, 1 and 4. Yeah, but... These are like, yeah, these are, so even more, yeah, 5 is the only one you can play on a modern console right now, sure. which is crazy, because that was like a big fucking PlayStation game. Like, that yeah. was one of the games on PlayStation. And it's like, you can only play 5, which is on everything, um, besides Switch, which will probably come to Switch eventually. But, um, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know, it's just, like I said, it just sucks, but it's like, going back, it's just, 
this is we knew this like the Wii shutdowns a couple of years ago. The Wii U is probably going to shut down shortly. Oh, DSI yeah. has yeah. been shut down. 3DS is going to happen sooner rather than later. Um, it's just I don't know. This is this is what sucks. You know about you know like I, I know as someone like I said last week I've mostly gone digital at this point. I'm like seventy percent digital with my games, and I know one day that they, when the when the when the store shut down for um, the Switch that's going to suck or um, or the PS4 I guess I got the one the PS4 like the physical I, I guess the actually think about it, you yeah I, I guess it won't really affect us because we'll continue as long as we're able to continue on when the PS6 comes out. St- still able to bring the ps4 five games over then maybe maybe we're fixing it like the future like long-term thinking like maybe it's fixed but like there's a lot of games that were just that's just the way it is and it's like you know even be, even with you know modern even games in the 90s and early 2000s before the internet was a thing like they don't make those games anymore it's just like once they stop making them they you know you can't get them so i don't know i mean it's like i said it's a bummer but uh you know at least they gave us a heads up. I think the, the big, my biggest issue is, is just the fact they didn't tell developers. Like we've talked about for years, like the Vita was kept alive for years because of indie guy, indie games, indie developers, keeping right. that thing going, keeping that thing alive. That was like a running joke. Like even when they did the, uh, what was the PlayStation events they do in December for a couple of years? Um, oh my God. You know what I'm talking about, right? They, I they, believe I know what you're talking about, but I, yeah, they, I they did do like, they'd have it in like San Francisco or LA or something. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. But anyways, they'd have like a whole thing. And like this game's coming to Switch. And like the crowd would like, or not Switch, but coming to Vita. And the crowd would erupt when they said the game was coming to Vita. And like that was a whole like big thing. I can't remember what. Last of Us Part 2 was, <laughs> was announced at one of them. Um, oh, but, uh, my Lord. Yeah. Um, but uh, what I will say, it's like, like good books, like good movies, people will still want to play classic games no matter what. <laughs> yeah. People will find, always find a way. So I mean, if you if you are savvy enough, you'll find a way. Um, yep. But we need to move on. Uh, so uh, you're kind of we kind of touched upon it earlier with how you you mentioned about the cool stuff that's going on with, with Xbox, and we we're kind of talking about Game Pass. It will be the show 21. So everybody knows that's been announced a couple of years ago that it's going to be coming to um, uh, Xbox and PC, and uh, eventually it's just coming to Switch. But we haven't heard yeah. anything about Switch yet. Um, but Gables, this is a uh, game made by. Uh, PlayStation Studio, but it's being published by MLB. Uh, that game, MLB The Show 21, will be coming to Game Pass on day day one, mm. April 20th, for uh, Xbox, the Xbox One people and the series people. Um, which, fucking, when I read that, like, it was already, I remember, like, when we talked about it a couple years ago when they announced it's going cross-platform. It's like, okay, this was an MLB move, probably forcing them. Uh, and that, that's awesome. That's great. I mean, it sucks for PlayStation, but that's awesome because. But that's also they're gonna make more money. For PlayStation, is gonna make more money because of this. But this blew my mind. I want. I want to see the check that was written to make this happen by Xbox. <laughs> well, I know, what, right? What was your thoughts, Gables, when when you uh, saw this news break? I was actually surprised. Waking up one morning, turning on the YouTube, all of a sudden I see like a little trailer. It's like. Okay, let's just watch the the name of the show thing. And all of a sudden, you just see like uh, the Xbox logo, and all of a sudden, PlayStation Studios. Like, wait, what? <laughs> that was so weird seeing that. But I was mostly surprised because I already knew this game was going to be coming on to uh, the Xbox, the Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and Switch as well because that was the whole that was the whole thing months ago to where the MLB the show is going to be going multi platform on different consoles and stuff. But on Game Pass Day 1, 
the same time as Sony is selling this game for seventy dollars, mm-hmm. around that, that is huge. That is huge. I don't know what Microsoft did in order to secure that day one, but I'll tell you what. I own a PS5, own an Xbox One S. I'm highly thinking about downloading it on my One S because I still have Game Pass. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about this, uh, my fucking Game Pass. I bought like 15 months for dirt cheap. Yeah. Uh, you know, 15 months ago, I guess. And it ended on March 25th. And fucking Outriders, which is a game I was interested in, and I was actually like just... A couple weeks ago, I was like, man, maybe I should just pick up MLB the show because we're in that drought. Uh, yeah. I know the drought ends in a, in, a, in a few weeks, but it's like I really enjoyed MLB the show. I remember like really getting MLB show there for a couple of years when the when the PS4 come, came out, playing it on PS4 for like wow. But but I was just like ah, seventy bucks, I'll wait. But there's always you know sports games drop price real fast. Yeah, yeah. And then I hear this news, I'm like fuck. It's like <laughs> like God damn it, why did my Game Pass in now? Uh, like a week before all these awesome, you know, for Outriders comes out, and a month before fucking um, uh, it'll be the show. The only thing that sucks is I have the One X. It's like I'd really love much rather play it on my Series X. Um, but um, no, this is awesome. Like I said, I want to see that check. I want to. I would love to see the price of that because obviously this is like Xbox talking to MLB about it. I want to know. I want to be in the room when PlayStation found out about it. Um, but I, I think this is a brilliant move because I mean, all right. So we knew that um, you know, this was coming. We known for a couple years that this was coming to. Uh, Xbox and PC. We they even they did a big thing about it just a month or so ago when they when they were talking about about the about this coming out and then they had like the little beta that I, I got to play in for a little bit um, for this. Um, but I think most people like it's what this it won't be the show's been around for since oh five oh four maybe longer. Yeah. Uh, I mean it was back on P. I remember playing on PS two. Um, yeah, and like the like it's it's still i'm sure going into it like the the thought is oh it's still a playstation franchise yes like even like i talked about like what i was just talking about in the last the last uh topic about metal gear solid has been cro- it was cross platform uh on uh last with 5 and then eventually like 2 and 3 came to other consoles eventually metal gear solid twin snakes was exclusively on gamecube like it's been a long it's been it has, it's been on every platform for a while but it's still i think by a lot of people considered looked at kind of more of as a PlayStation platform uh, yes. a kind of game. And it's like you're going in, we're coming out, we're a, few weeks, we're a few weeks out of this game coming out. And I'm sure they've seen the pre-orders for Xbox or like, I mean, who knows how long it's been the works for. It could be months, for, it could be a year. could have been two years ago when they fucking announced that it was going to be cross-platform. But I'm sure like the Xbox was no, knew that like, this is, I mean, yeah, okay, well, it's on it's on the Xbox, it's on PC, but it's like, people are going to still consider this, like they, a lot of people aren't going to know this is a thing. Or they're gonna look at it like I've always played on PlayStation. I'm gonna keep playing on PlayStation. And like the fact like you're doing this is like, hey, you could pay seventy bucks over there, or you could come over here and get it for for t- for what ten bucks? I think regular Game Pass is ten bucks or fifteen All bucks you for need Ultimate. To do is subscribe to Game Pass for ten dollars yeah. a month. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you own an Xbox console, you you can play it on. And I wonder if it, I wonder if it works because I know like. Because I know it's not on PC, but I wonder how it works with the Android and all that, with that, with the cloud gaming stuff. Because like, do I need to own an Xbox console? To, can I just have Game Pass and play it on my fucking phone? I wonder. I don't know. With, with XCloud, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I'm sure there's an answer for it. I just don't know it off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, I think this is utterly brilliant. This is awesome. Like I said, like uh, I, I, I could, I probably will uh, around that date. We'll just buy a month, get re-up for another month of Game Pass just to play a little bit of. Uh, it'll be the show twenty one. 
But uh, this, yeah, I love this. This is incredible. And it's like you said, like just in the last topic about like they're continuing to do awesome things. Like Outrider came out, and it's like I've, a lot of more people are jumping into that game because of that. Um, yes. And I heard that like that like, it was somewhere that game was come, like for for the last year plus now. There's been like uh, previews for it, and I've heard a lot of people like the, people that have to play the previews or uh, little betas or whatever. Like it's been kind of meh uh, at best. And then that demo came out. And then they announced Game Pass, so more people check out the demo. And I've heard people love the fucking demo. Uh, and that game has been, like, kind of went from being, that game was going to come out and be a dud to, like, that game is, like, I don't know if, it, I shouldn't say long-term, but it's, like, it's coming out a lot stronger than, and that game, like I said, that game is going to come out and be and die in a couple weeks, probably. And the fact that oh, this game might actually be a long-term thing. I think but, it may um, be a long-term thing as well, because I'm actually having friends in real life that are actually talking about Outriders and stuff like that man it's like you guys interested in like playing some outriders blah 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 and so on and so forth you know just talking about it because i yeah. had a couple of my friends who don't really pay attention to a lot of gaming stuff it's like they're interested in trying to play this outrider stuff because it looks more or less akin to like uh not like destiny or anything else like that but more akin to what a lot of people want to play for like a long-term sort of thing because yeah. i get things about it too haven't played anything in regards to the game seeing people play a little bit of the single player aspect of it but what sticks back to the fact what right to the point you know it's like MLB the show on Game Pass day one huge thing but uh, honestly it really does make me interested to play MLB the show because I have not played a baseball game on a current gen or even like I haven't played a recent baseball game since uh Gosh, I, when was Mario the one that Sluggers. Josh Donaldson was on the cover? Oh, that was man, that was a long time ago. Yeah, I think yeah, you're right. Yeah, I I remember I owned that one. Um, yeah, that sounds about right because I think 2016 was the last one I bought. I bought 14 through 16, so he was on one of those three. Um, yeah, I that's the last time I ever played like a baseball game on a modern system. At the time, it was with Josh Donaldson on the cover because he had just got traded to the Blue Jays at that point. At that point. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the last baseball game I have played, but now I'm interested because I've been out of the baseball loop, like, in terms of the game, in video game aspect for years. So it's like, yeah, okay, you know, see what else is going on with it, see if it's actually decent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it's awesome. It's going to bring a lot of – probably a lot of people that are just only in the Xbox ecosystem that just never played it are not going to get a chance to play it. And like I said, that the game has a lot of they – they, the, they do the Diamond Dynasty stuff, which is like the FIFA and Madden, like the the Ultimate Team stuff. Oh, they do no, it. They have yeah. that. That's been around for a while. Then the, the Superstar mode, which is the best mode in all of gaming for that. If you want like the – just create your own character and only play as him. They created they, – they're the originators of it, and they are still the best at it. Um, and they have, they have microtransactions and that, so like they'll probably make money up on the back end. Maybe not make a profit on it overall for what they probably pay to get this, but they'll I think they'll be okay in the end. But um, yeah, I said this is incredible. So big one for Microsoft. Speaking of Microsoft, uh, this something kind of came out uh, beginning of last week. We just never got around to it. Um, I don't know. It's it's I don't know, I don't know how much uh, really I put into this, but basically the rumor is that. I know so much rumor. It sounds like it's a thing here, but Microsoft is in talks with Discord of buying Discord for around ten billion dollars. So, kind of some interesting things on this I learned is that Discord has never actually been profitable before, uh, which I thought was interesting. interesting. Yeah, um, and so Discord is at the point where it's like either we're going to sell or we're going to go public, and then people can buy stocks and then they'll make money up that way. 
uh, which it sounds like uh, last I heard about like from from people like talking about it was like it's like 50 50 whether going to go public or Mike. It's like pretty much like I know like, I guess Twitter and Facebook and a couple other people are looking into buying them. Um, and it sounds like either they're going to they're sell or they're going to go public. It's like 50 50 right now. But uh, I don't know. We, we've talked about this in the past. A lot of people have talked about this past. Like every like all the consoles should just have discord as the, the party system goes and chat system like it, it works so much better. And just yeah, like it, it sucks. It, it would suck. If like say Discord does become a part of like the the, the Microsoft the Xbox side, that would be fucking amazing. It'd be awesome. Like as, as yeah, good as the Xbox Live works and on the chat works, that'd be awesome. That just tie everything in. Like be able to like especially as we see crossplay becoming more of a thing. Like that's always been the like the and it, like kind of the one probably major hurdle we have now of like you know we had crossplay thing, but it's like oh, if I'm playing on Xbox, I can't chat with him that's through true. my my console if he's playing on PC or playstation or whatever and like if we can just get discord and everything we could fix that's done and with microsoft if they buy that that sounds like that would be a done deal but it also would pretty much mean like playstation would never play ball with them on that nintendo maybe would play ball on them with that maybe if once they figured out uh what internet is over there that, that'd be awesome um yeah, creating their games infrastructure to bottom windows xp and hey yeah, Windows ninety eight. What's you know? They, I, I think they. I, I got an email from Nintendo and it still says AOL online. Uh, it's from them. They probably just. They probably still get those little CDs with the seventy two hour free trial. Um, we need to get the last one quick. Yeah, it's like fuck. Do we have any more free trials? We don't want to pay for this. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I, I like I said this is. I think this. If this happened, if they're gonna get, if they're gonna, get, if Discord is gonna sell, and because um, I, I love Discord, I think it's really awesome. I think it works great. Um, but if they're if they're gonna sell, it's like dude, I, don't, I don't want Facebook, I don't want Twitter to buy them. If they're gonna sell somebody. I look at like people were like, oh, look at Skype though. I'm like, ah, Skype was like when they bought Skype. Skype wasn't really a fully fleshed out thing when they bought it. No. It's like they bought it and they just didn't really expand upon it. It's like Discord is pretty much is really fully is really fleshed out really well. I mean, there's things you can add to it, I'm sure, and you can, especially if you have a, a billion dollar fucking company behind it that can add more to it. Um, and like, if they, like they tie like the disc, you get the discord nitro or turbo, whatever it's called, uh, if with, and add it into your game pass ultimate thing. That's even fucking better. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm all bored. If this, if they do sell, I, I'm all bored. of them going to Microsoft. It's but just, it, I don't even know if the gaming thing is actually gonna happen because Microsoft is much bigger. Like Xbox is, is peanuts compared to, uh, everything else that goes on with them. So what's your thoughts about with all this going on? I'd actually be more welcome in terms of a Discord being bought off, you know, in regards to helping out uh, maybe like a particular side of the gaming industry. Because like you were stating before, Discord works pretty well in regards to getting a whole crew together in regards to like, say, playing a game online or something or playing like, or even like communicating with people through like notifications or whatsoever in that regards. It feels like a message board that you just get all the random like uh, pop-ups or something like that on your phone most predominantly this service is used by a lot of people more than just like say just gamers in that regards even though they've never fully went public so yeah. partnering a service like discord would make a ton of sense for microsoft in that standpoint because if they're trying to gain more of like on trying to gain more like in terms of more capital in regards to things in general Getting one of the most well-known communication apps, yeah, that just makes a ton of sense. Yeah, and we see especially with like, you know, like I think Discord's blown up more in the public eye 
And like with Zoom, Zoom was something we never even heard of until a year ago, and now it's yep. fucking huge. Um, and we're kind of seeing that I think with with you know with Discord, like it's bigger now. Like they're they're one that like you look at things that uh, worked out for them during the pandemic. Discord is one of those things. Nintendo video games in general has been one of those things, but like the Discord, Zoom, anything chat related has has done well. Um, so I'm sure like like AOL chat rooms are probably taken off again. Um, <laughs> so um, it's like all right, I'm gonna send you this file. It's two megabytes. It'll be there in six weeks. Um, but yeah, What's I don't this? know. It's more resurgent of AIM. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. I forgot all about AIM. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah it'll be, it's gonna be awesome. But uh, Gables, I think that's going to wrap up for the news part of this week. Uh, I want to jump back to a game that we talked about a decent amount uh, last week, a game that we both played again uh, together on Friday night. We played another about about three hours or so of It Takes Two. We're now about two-thirds of the way through the game. If I I looked up the the, walkthrough, and it says we're about six hours in, it's like a nine-plus-hour game. So uh, we're making some some real progress in it. what was your thoughts? You know, jumping into a little bit more now. Okay, going into spoiler territory right now. It's like I oh, yeah. still agree that the that the gameplay of it very creative, still felt fluid. We didn't have any type of connection issues during our play session that yeah. time. It wasn't until like close to the very end yeah. of our session that there was actually a connection thing where it was like disconnected this and that. But uh, I'll tell you what. From that standpoint, I thought it was good. In terms of the story standpoint, I was kind of left with the feeling of like, what the fuck? In yeah. regards to one section in particular, and I know you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. And that's yep. in terms of both parents destroying their daughter's favorite toy in order to get them to get her to cry on them so they could attempt to subsequently like get back to normal per se. Honestly, from a story standpoint, I understand that. I don't understand. Well, actually, no. Here's the thing. I don't understand how the, the dad got to that point in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hell, I understand that. Yeah, they like she cried on these dolls, and they and the parents gave life to that. But at the same point, I was not really like uh, understanding in terms of why the wife would so much agree with that in general because that made absolutely no sense in that retrospect but what's even more horrible is when you get to the point in the game where you're inside of a room and you go through you do the puzzles do this and that and all of a sudden you're faced with the little girl's favorite toy this elephant you know and subsequently, it turns from, like, super cute, you know, like, non-violent stuff like that, until the parents are literally trying to kill this toy, right? Yeah. And it's not the fact that the killing the toy, you know, is, like, bad enough and stuff. No, they literally go through the sequence of the toy elephant's appendages being ripped off yeah. and of like the freaking elephant. And and not only that, like, they're making us be the ones to rip, like, we rip the ear off, we rip the leg off, and then we have to drag... The fucking body as it's begging for its life as we're dragging it to throw it off the fucking off off the side of the, the castle and like right. i told and you, you it's a good point you brought up a good point sorry to put in but you brought up a good Fine. point when we were playing that it's like i feel like i'm playing a bit of the last of us part two yeah, yeah. while freaking doing the scene <laughs> my point was actually i i, I <laughs> at the end of part there's some sections at the end of last of us part two where they make you do some fucked up shit 
And I feel like that's nothing compared to what we did to that fucking elephant in this game. Oh, like, this God. was... Br- it wasn't as, like, brutal, but it was, like... Because it's not, like, a living human being. But I'm like, this is a child's doll. And the, you can see the kid in the background. And, yeah. and we are, like... And it's, like, the nicest fucking thing in the world. It doesn't, like... Or I'm doing some fucked up shit to these people in this game. But they're kind of shitty people, too. So, like, ah, you're, like, kind of morally, morally not so upset about it. This one, this elephant is super fucking nice to you and so cute and like, oh, hey, it's got this little like high pitched, cute voice. Like, oh, we could be friends. Let's play together. It's like, oh, no, we're going to fucking murder you <laughs> and then drag your body as you beg for your life. Well, I kind of thought it funny. The, how, like, the dad was more was going to be like more accepting to like go through. It's like, oh, you know what? Hey, this is this, this toy's not so bad. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So on and so forth. Until the wife mentions the fact that they have to kill it. All of a sudden, the elephant's like, well, wait, 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 what? Yeah, yeah. And what's kind of funny about. What's kind of funny about that in of itself, it's like the end result to this kind of conflict, I understand that they were trying to make you feel like a terrible in regards to like uh, go through this initial process. But, dude, the reaction of both the parents wasn't necessarily like, oh, man, we just did this fucked up thing. It's like, oh, god damn it. We didn't get back to being yeah. normal. We just move that on. We're, we're just was yeah. fucking that was fucking stupid. That was a plot point that had made absolutely no sense and made those two parents, even like in regards to going into the next scene where they're trying to rekindle that sort of attraction between one another and whatsoever, it was entirely fell. I thought that point fell apart in that regards because here you have you're trying to go like a drill home and stuff like that. That these two, okay, you want to try to get them try to convince first them to get back together and stuff like that. But in the process of this whole scene leading up to the whole murdering of this toy elephant and stuff, and subsequently having your daughter look over the damn elephant and stuff and cry over its, like, ripped up body and stuff like that. And they're, that. like, they're like bathing in the tears like it's, like, a fucking blow orgy. It's the most fucked up scene I've seen Like, oh, yes, game. my daughter's it's tears. Even, mm. Dude, it's even more fucked up than both those parrots using that fucking vacuum cleaner's old suction thing against it. Yeah, I forgot about out. that. That, I, that was a that was one of the most fucked up moments in my gaming career ever, and th- this <laughs> moment with the elephant made me even forget that totally happened. Like, I know yeah. they top the freaking developers top themselves, you know. And I'm I'm still of the mind and stuff. The best part of the game we've played so far has been inside that tree, in the fucking squirrels and oh, that yeah. army Close shit. That that yeah. was funny as shit, but. Going into this, kind of drug it down a little bit to where it's like, you know what? These two people, it's like, they are some cold-ass motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I like if I was, like, put into a clay thing and, like, that was, like, I guess, like, if we were in that situation, uh, like, maybe we'd be like, fuck it. Let's just – I don't think we'd be as excited about it, but we'd be like, well, I don't want to be stuck in this clay fucking body forever, so let's just – do what we got to do but it's like, yeah like the problem is like they're like excited and like oh yeah let's fucking do it and like never never show any remorse for it. like oh we'll just buy another doll and it's like you guys are totally disappointed but it's like i don't know like i i don't know if it's like and i've wondered and like this has been like that's been a criticism of this game i heard from reviews but like we talked about last week where it's like the main issue like I, I, the biggest hurdle for us right now with this game is like we don't like the parents but i'm also wondering no. if like maybe that's the point like I'm I'm wondering if they're gonna put a nice bow on this at the end. Like I feel like they like they I don't they don't I don't think they want you to like the parents because like they're always constantly arguing. It's like, like no one likes the couple that's always arguing. 
Nobody likes them. Like we might like them separately, but together we hate them. Like everybody's been either been that person in that relationship or knows at least one person, if not more, or people that have been in that like that relationship. We see those like those two. I was like, I'm I'm I I'm best friends with that person, but I don't want to hang out with these two when they're together, or I don't want to deal with their drama. I was like, so I'm wondering if it's those like maybe like. Uh, well, that's the end of the game. I was like, you know, we, we just like we're bad people together or like they work it out and then they fall in love again, which I mean, will probably be the end of the game. But like, we, I don't know. We don't know. But like I wonder that's just kind of like like it's almost like it's obviously like extreme examples because it's like uh, like this shit would never happen in real life. But like it's very realistic as far as like I could see from like a couple of you know, situation where it's just like you guys are just really like you might be really great people apart. But together you guys are you guys suck. And I, I think it's just more of that. Cool. Just ex- this is an extreme example because it's like the game is fucking crazy. Where it's like literally, like we talked last week. There's a point where you're under the, you're in the tree, and we're riding on jellyfish. And yeah. then like, in this game, like we're in the castle, and there's a whole lava pit and all this and stuff like that. Like the game is obviously crazy and all that. Like we we make yeah. jo- you and I will crack jokes about which you can watch the video now on uh, part two is on is on our YouTube channel. I put I posted it this morning. Yes, this morning. So it's up there now. But um. Yeah, like, I still like the game, the game part. So I, I, this game, like I said, I, I put it, like I said, it's like a lot, a lot like a, a Mario game where like you do this stuff for like this section and then you, that it's awesome. It works, works really well and it's really fun. And then the next section you do something totally different and it works. It's really fun. Like one section, one of us can clone. The other one can control time. Uh, the next section, um, you know, where you got a hammer, uh, I got a hammer, you got nails and all that. Like it's just, yeah. I just like how well all this works out. Um, but, uh, yeah, like uh, the game is, it's, it's so much fun to play. I love the section. I love the, the, there's a lot of funny moments. I love the boss battles have been still awesome. Like that, we had that boss battle when we were fighting on a chessboard and I loved it. Like you were fighting yeah. the king and the queen on the, like, it turned into a top down, like uh, a gauntlet game where like, yes. I, I was like, Oh, like I'm like wizard needs food badly kind of shit. Like it was awesome. Like you, like you were able, oh, you were became like a, you were a mage and I was the warrior. And like, we, we ended up like having a foot to fight a king and queen on a chessboard, but they would bring in like other like pawns and all these. And like, they would do the move, like they would attack you and you had to kill them, but they would do the movement that, uh, cause you're, you're literally fighting on a chessboard. They would do the movement that the, 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 those pieces make in the game. Yes. Like the rook would do the would do his L move, um, the you know like the pawn would only move one spot at a time, but it couldn't like right. if it could if it if you're over here it can actually go across and attack you. Um, it was it was I thought it was just incredible like little things like like I said like last week like the music like little key things with the music was awesome like where they had to fly the bumblebees as you're fighting bumblebees and this like there's little things when you're fighting chess pieces like doing things like that like yeah like I, the moment to moment stuff of the game I think has been top-notch it's been incredible like this game uh there's a lot of things i liked more in a way out but from overall like the moments of this game have been this game far and away blows away out of the water as far as the game itself which is you know 90 percent of the game is playing the game but i mean is that kind of your feeling still on the on the actual gameplay parts yes exactly absolutely because they give you enough attention to where they don't spend a lot on just one mechanic or like one faction for like so long and stuff they split apart multiple different types of gameplay styles to where you feel like that you're not supposed to get accustomed to like say one particular play style because you'll get used to one thing and all of a sudden it switches up by doing something completely different you know it's like the whole nintendo kind of like uh, mario 
game sub approach to where you only use specific type of gimmicks for like a specific portion of that world or that stage or something like that then you move on to something different for that regards and i kind of feel like they've done a great job in regards to mixing up the creativity of the level design and also in terms of the different types of abilities and stuff that uh, each player has in that respect you know that whole diablo-esque sort of like top-down perspective to where we were going through the multiple different rooms and stuff like uh taking out hordes of enemies and this and that like a dungeon crawler or whatsoever and then on the next very next instance and stuff we're like skiing throughout this whole yeah this uh like snow lodge and stuff like portion of this thing where we're trying to get these snow people resurrected and stuff like that and do this all this shit it was i still remain firm that this does have fantastic gameplay has very creative level design and like yeah it definitely has a lot of great elements to this game yeah i can't wait to uh to continue playing this game and uh wrapping it up because it's been Oh yeah. yeah. I, I just can't wait. Like they keep topping themselves and I can't wait to see where they go next and really see where the story goes. Cause like we were talking about like the book was really annoying last week, but he actually kind of got me on a few jokes and this gameplay like, I, he's growing on me. I, I think it's also cause like we were hating the parents more and more that it's just making us like the book more because he's like torturing the parents. <laughs> so it's like, like, I think like, Oh man. Okay. I'm on this guy. I'm on the book side now. I'm, I'm liking this guy. He, like he's, he's, he's trash. I kind of like the book now. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah, like you're two bags of trash, but you're trashier than that trash. So I like this trash more. But um, that's all. That I mean, I haven't played anything else. I'm just, like I said, we're I'm just we're in that gap there. But we get the Odd World on PS Plus on Tuesday, I believe. So that's yeah. gonna be a game I definitely am excited to check out. But um, Gables, have you played anything else this week? Yes, I have actually. There's a couple <clears throat> things I have played through this week in continuation from last week. I did play Bug Snacks. I actually finished Bug Snacks. Nice. And I've completed Bug Snacks. So, a double whammy in regards to the last couple weeks where I platinumed Astro's Playroom, I've platinumed Bug Snacks. I felt the game was good enough to where the gameplay aspect, that definitely one more monster catch feeling, had that reminiscent, me reminiscing of playing old school Pokemon games. The characters in and of itself are funny, memorable, in regards to what, like, uh, you know, you get to know them like little bits and issues and stuff that they've had and stuff. They're completing certain side quests and stuff. I thought it was really hilarious that uh, I went to a specific point, like uh, after recording last week, to where I finally got up to this Frosty Peak sort of like level or something like that, to where all these different types of bug snacks and stuff are like reminiscent from like. Uh, all of these like campfire or like ice cream based like monster like foods in and of itself like say there's one banana sundae like a banana split sort of like a monster called Scoopy Banoopy to where he's like he's just a walking almost like like a walking like a uh, big ass creature right but he has these like bananas it's like trunks or whatsoever and he has these cherries for eyes and stuff and he has like chocolate ice cream and everything else on his back and stuff he just goes around just screaming scoopy banoopy <laughs> as he goes through and the thing is he's so fucking aggressive that if you try to go near him and stuff he'll just try to bounce you off and all this other shit and stuff on like but uh the, what i loved more or less is the creativity on a lot of these bug snacks like when you first encounter the first one when you start up the game like uh like that whole little strawberry creature right and then you go from the strawberry creature and then all of a sudden you get all these other types of like mishmash like this is gigantic like uh big old flying pizza <laughs> that's like uh 
like a Matsuruta or something like that, or is that like, it's it, it's a it's a pun obviously of like Bothra, right? But it's like you have this gigantic flying pizza in the desert and stuff like that that you have to go through and like uh, try to capture and this and that. It was definitely a pain in the ass in some portions to try to catch a lot of these bug snacks because there were times where they don't the physics will not want you to do like a specific thing that you wanted to do, but you actually go through and wrestle with like the controls in some aspects. But I will say this to where if you're playing through this game, definitely complete a lot of the side missions. Actually, complete all the side missions because that will lead you to getting the best ending in that regards. I'll say that. Hmm. But uh, yeah, definitely complete all the side missions. They were not that difficult really to complete. It's basically go along the routine of, okay, go get these different types of bug snacks. Okay, now go ahead and do this side mission, do this different types of bug snacks. You know, it's like, it's pretty much kind of like those collect uh, like uh, fetch missions and stuff where you have to get a specific amount of like creatures or items or something like that that return back to the person and do that over again for someone else. But I thought the characters were fun enough to where they were definitely, they were definitely memorable in some aspects. Like Philbo, for instance, is this kind of like incompetent mayor that's trusted by like uh, both like uh, Agabel and like Lizbert, the two main like grumps or something like that. And he's just basically sort of like a pushover and stuff to where everybody's like walking all over him and stuff like that. But I'll tell you what was completely hilarious is like when you do have the aspect to change all the different grumps to specific bug snack type of like things, I had Philbo, I think completely changed decked out in like almost like a hamburger attire to where he's like, he's like basically a walking hamburger buns, French fries and like big old freaking like things of like soda, like things are sticking out of his head to where I have a, like another bug snack, like a person that's completely like decked out like an ice cream and all this other shit. But, uh, the biggest joy I've got out of playing this game was catching the specific like bug snacks in and of itself, finding out the mystery of what this, what exactly is going on on this island. Because at first I wasn't as interested, but when all the other stuff led up to what initially it became, it was actually fairly darker than I thought it was going to be. But uh, it was definitely an enjoyable experience. So that is platinum number twenty six. Wow! And I'm like. Holy shit. I platinum two games back to back. Yeah. During the time that I've got my PS5, not even a month, I've already completed two games. Which leads me to the other game I have been playing on PS5. I've been playing Spider-Man. So... Miles Morales <laughs> or regular, uh, the uh, 2018 Miles uh, Spider-Man? I've been playing the 2018 version. Cool. That's you get the to- one I started on Extra Life. Yeah, did you, are you play, all those years ago? Are you playing never, the the remaster? I'm sorry, to cut you off. No, actually, I okay. have Spider Man originally, and I decided to pop it into my PS5 and start playing it that way because I came up to the the whole thing. It's like, yeah, I could pay seventy dollars to get the remaster version, which does have a separate platinum from what I have for the 2018 version, right? And get Miles Morales and that type of big old set. I may do that eventually, but I want to play Spider Man now, and I have the disc. So I still have that and all the DLC for it. So I'm like, yeah. you know what? Let's go ahead and just uh, like put in Spider-Man and see what happens, right? Well, I'm happy to report I'm about 50% complete with this game. Nice. Very cool. <laughs> 50, <clears throat> 50% complete. I've spent like roughly... Well, I spent about 15 hours before, I think, in regards to the last time I had played that game really in 
depth from last time I played it, which was during Extra Life quite a number of years ago. Mm. Where now I'm like over 23, 24 hours, I think, inside this game. I've already completed the Pigeon stuff. I've already completed the Landmark stuff like I did initially, the Bag stuff. I got done with all of the uh, Harry Osborne like labs and stuff. That's the worst part. That's the worst. The the Pigeons and that was terrible. I'll tell you what was the worst one of all that was uh, trying to dart across the different like uh, those buildings and stuff like that that you try to connect them via like a like a radio signal and stuff mm-hmm. while being struck by lightning. <laughs> those ones, yeah, that last one was a pain in the ass. But I'll tell you what, you know, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I did have a better time in regards to finishing that. The biggest pain in the ass has been trying to get like familiarized with the combat enough to where I can get the. Uh, the demon gang and like the regular Fisk thugs all cleared out and stuff because they have each district separated separated into like how many different like uh, how many different like like rescue things you can do to try to clear out you know those crimes and those specific types of yep. uh, gang members and stuff. So I know I've cleared out one district of both the thugs like the Fisk thugs and the demons and stuff like that. So I've done that. But uh, I haven't really done too much of the story stuff. As a matter of fact, I think I'm past the point where... What was it? There was this parade or something like that for, like, uh, the normal oh. or something like that. That point. Yeah, yeah I'm exactly still early on with that one. You're probably about... That's probably, like, third, maybe? Probably maybe a third in th- terms of the main. Yeah, third halfway, somewhere in there. But uh, I'm almost done with the... Uh, I'm almost done with, oh gosh, what's that one guy? I forgot his name now. Octavius. Here we go. Otto mm-hmm. Octavius. I almost got done with all of his little, like, splicing stuff and, like, the whole... Yeah, I did all those. The tile stuff. All those. I want to get all those done, too, because I know for, after a specific extent, I'm I'm not going to have access to those. So I'm yeah. trying to finish those as early as possible. And actually, it's been one of those type of moments playing this game where I... Wake up in the morning, take the dog outside, go back inside. I have a couple hours to spare until I go to work, and I'm playing and completing things on Spider-Man. <laughs> Going through this way or that way, or so maybe spend an hour, maybe spend two or something if I want to. But tackling those things out, and I just remembered, I completed the, back, the Black Cat stuff. <sighs> so all that stuff is gone. I love the variety of collectibles and the variety of stuff they that you can do inside of this game. It's not just in regards to how much differential, like, uh, mission structure is, but the different types of skill trees and stuff in regards to maybe defender, maybe a web slinging, maybe, like, attacking sort of aspect to where you could spend specific points each time you level up in a specific way. I do love transversing New York, and holy fuck, it feels so silky smooth. Mm. It feels like... It makes you feel like Spider-Man when you're slinging through New York City and you're just doing all these like precise turns like in one direction or another direction and then so you go onto like a Fisk hideout or something and you're just perched on top of like one of the beams and stuff and you notice like one thug going ahead and you do like one of those perch takedowns to where you you like you shoot some web and stuff you just start pulling them up and stuff just wrapping them up like in a cocoon and stuff and let them hang over there and then oh boy yeah the feeling I get while playing this game. I understand now why this game had some of the Game of the Year contender, even like Game of the Year awards placed on it when originally mm-hmm. released, because the quality of the game so far has been fantastic. It has been fantastic. 
I don't feel like I'm even... I'm not even halfway through the main mission, the main story. But I've already completed a lot of the side stuff because I actually feel compelled to complete a lot of the side stuff. And yeah, you know, it's definitely makes me feel... It definitely makes me feel good. It makes me want to go back and play some more of it. Nice. <laughs> but uh, yes, that's it for this week for what I've been playing. Fairly sizable. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad you're getting... Uh... Get, finally get back Spider-Man because that is definitely one of the best games of the last generation so yes it is um, but Gil, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week um, thank you guys so much for listening uh, like, if you want to hear more from us or uh, know when the show is posted if you can't watch us live uh, just go to Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast Drunk Nerds Podcast Drunk Nerds whatever look for all those places anywhere podcasts are put up we're on them Spotify YouTube iTunes um, weird apps in India that are very popular some reason we're popular over there um, do that, uh, share it, like it, thumbs up, um, comments, five stars, whatever you can do. Really would appreciate it if you do all those things for us. Uh, the sharing and the comments, uh, really help us out the most though. So I really appreciate it if you guys can do all that for us, but, uh, I was just, I was Tyler. And this has been Colonel Gables until next time, everyone. I hope you have yourself a fantastic day. Well, actually a fantastic week, but mm-hmm. honestly, just wanted to let you know. Have yourself a good day. Thank you for listening to another fun to listen to the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. Hey, hey, Gables. Yes. Too sweet. Too sweet, man. Bye, guys. See ya.